growing up with a cane pole in his hand. Like a fool of dreams sitting down by the street. The leads him to the corpus play. Give him a shotgun to please his mind. Give them well a few reasons to fly. Living in the city just ain't for me. I want to go back to the country. Take me to Texas. I want to go down that open road. Take me to Texas. I want to see how far this country goes. Take me to Texas. I want to go down that open road. Take me to Texas. I want to see how far this country goes. Fill up your coffee cup, put the dog on the porch, and turn up your radio. This is the Outdoor Zone with TJ and Cody Ryan, live from the bunkhouse. Good morning, everybody. Welcome. It's the Outdoor Zone live in the bunkhouse. Yeah, it's just an old tin shack on the back of the ranch, but we call it home every Sunday morning for this live broadcast of our recorded podcast. Oh, my. Is that your new line? I'm trying to figure it out. My it's... name is TJ Graney in the bunkhouse with me in person, live and in person, the highly illegal driving <laughs> beefsteak I, that's a great introduction don't even need to uh don't even need you to don't need, to, to I don't need an intro right. i should get cody to do an intro just for me that would be great be lucky to get him to do anything I think for you beef daughter i get his daughter she's already gave me a recording i'm gonna Dundisco. do that Dundisco. if i could just say her beefsteak just just you know throw that in there Cody Ryan is not in the house, but I'm guessing he'll probably call in. He's uh, just finished his, I think it was the fifth National Professional Fishing League uh, tournament and the final one for the um, uh, first year, first season of the NPFL. And uh, Road Road Rash is the ranch hand that gets here early, gets the gate open. Make sure the old pot belly stove gets fired up. Some water gets pulled, poured over the um, the uh, coffee grinds left over from last week. Again, at some point, we probably have to empty that thing out. Nah, it tastes good. Isn't it? You mean a new season? We'll put something new in it? Is that what you're saying? Just back from Garland, Texas. Basically, the Dallas area. I was there yesterday. Drove up Friday night, stayed in a, oh. so Did you get a, kolaches on the way in West? No, no, uh, no, no. No? No. That's I, I come out, is. so where I cut across now, I end up at a Bucky's, and so I go, you typically go in Bucky's. You do fuel the Fuel up, get the little, you yeah. go. Do you go 281? Is that it? Is that No, the, it's not 281. Some other little highway, like 91 or 91, 92, whatever it takes. <laughs> and, uh, but I, um. 
You know, drove up there on Friday, and we and we had uh, dinner at this place called. Uh, oh man, what's the name of it? There's three or four of these. Was it in Fort Worth or? It was in Garland in in the Dallas area. Um, Golden Corral. No, ding, 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 but ding. it was it was a fry. It was a place they had fried chicken, mm. uh, chicken fried steak, um, and one other thing or two. And and they brought the meat out on big platters, and then they had you know it was family family style. style. Okay, and. Uh, and I had fried chicken, mm. which I don't typically but eat you, fried chicken. You know what I mean? I just don't. I'm 62. I'm afraid it's going to, you know, blow a fuse somewhere. And uh, <laughs> okay. but I said, when in Rome, do as the Romans. And, and so, uh, Garland, was it good, son? Oh, it was like grandma's old fried chicken. It was some was it light, kinda. light, light. Lightly battered, it was crisp. highly crispy, or was Just it highly the real crispy. thick, heavy? <laughs> of course, you're like, you're, a, you're like going into it was fried chicken, dude. It was fried chicken. There's multiple ways to fry chicken, man. Today is the second day of bow season. Yep i uh, I didn't go bowing, but I set up the uh, I set you got up your my, whole my deer feeder. deer lease, everything. I did the old. Um, you know, fire in the hole, and I took a big raid bomb and put it in my uh, in my deer blind. What did you and need I, to? I always do. What yeah. do you mean? Do I need to? Well, you might not have anything in there that you got to. How, how do you not know if you had anything? I mean, I peek in, and I look around, and I pull the wasp nests and mud daubers okay. off. You and, do, you dude. You yeah. do, you. But what's wrong with but putting you got, a bomb you're good in to there? Go? I, Has your feeder been running, or is it brand new just now? No, it's been you. I upgraded it from a six volt to a twelve volt, and it was pretty cool because I was able to get a twelve volt. You motor. are so Tim Taylor, <laughs> Tim Tool <laughs> Time Taylor. Who huh? uses a six volt to start with? Well, Who uses a six volt to start with. That's I didn't even know they made those anymore. But well, yeah. I guess those are the ones you get at Academy or H-E-B. something like that. Yeah, HGV. Yeah, no. yeah. Hey, I bought it. I did buy a Dear Peter at I, I remember. I remember. And on the line with this live and in person is the uh, um, uh, National <laughs> Professional Fishing League Tournament Trail Angler fishing out of the... Keystone Bank. Keystone Bank boat, Cody Grady. It's got an ATM on the side. You just pull up, swipe your card. <laughs> hey, that'd be a really cool idea. Yeah, I like it. What do you think, Cody? It'd be funny if it go if if accidentally gets wet and it starts <laughs> slinging bills out while you're driving down the lake. <laughs> ding 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 ding. Uh, no, y'all are, y'all are weird. Yeah, we are weird, but. Uh, that's besides the point. So, no, you've never, okay, I just want to tell you that the one cool thing is I was able to put two 6-volt batteries in series to make a 12-volt battery, and it worked perfectly. Why so, didn't you just buy a 12-volt battery? Because I had the two 6-volt batteries. You spent an hour running a, because you have to put in special connectors. Right? No, there. No. 
or did you solder them? Oh, of course. I crimped them. I just used. Negative and negative to positive. I use bread ties on mine. <laughs> just strip off the plastic and, yeah. and just hook it up. Bread ties are, man, they're your friend. If you ever throw a bread tie away, you're just not, you're not just using your head. I saw a poster I was going to get to the other day. It was a, a thing that said the Redneck Fuse box. Was it, it Penny? Had, it had like a penny of six hundred, you know, like like thirty volts, right? And yeah. it had a fishing lure, and it was like a hundred volts, you know, oh. all the way up to a hitch pin, you know, when you really, really need need something big, and it walked its way all the way through the amperage of each one of those. I remember, so when I was young, younger, I had a, acquired a stereo system, and it was, I mean, it was Harman. The door it was with- a Harman Kardon HK forty. The door and was unlocked at the neighbor's house, is what you're saying. We are not going to talk about the uh, how I acquired it. I can just say that I acquired it, and okay. it had big speakers, and that was. Bl- and Lord forgive me for the for my past. Um, he's already done that, but anyway. Uh, so I and I was, and it was loud, dude. It was loud, and uh, but I thought I could make it louder. So okay. I took the back off, and I was looking at the transistors and the transistors and the transonders, and yeah. one of them had this like thing, like you could put a screwdriver in it, like oh. a slot. <laughs> and I Look. thought, well, I'm just going to turn that and see if it turn goes it any louder. And I turned that thing, and it went. <laughs> and never worked again. <laughs> I won't have you work on my truck then. Uh, no, I work on trucks now. I, I, I told you. Oh, dude, I'm a mechanic. I, I, I remember one time I was I had an old uh, Firebird 400 yeah. or 450. That's no, Firebird had, 400. We had one. I had one, too. It was a 69. Yeah, mine was a 69. It was black. And and a I heard, on the mine hood. was white with black interior. But I had heard a little clacking under the hood. thought, shoot, I'll fix that sound good took them valve covers off one oh, day no. and tightened down on those lifters i bet that went it over never well. started again <laughs> i had no idea so what you I are thinking. the mechanic it's pre-youtube dude so everybody how knows. did anybody do anything before youtube anyway hey uh so it's deer season deer season starts especially bow season it was a little hot have, yesterday man i'm telling you oh uh, shocking 92 out there there was a shocking. lot of rain Ask ask Cody Ryan about it being warm yesterday or the last three days. Cody Ryan, how the, was on your on a boat uh, in the middle of the lake? How was your floating ATM? No, it was uh, man. It, yeah, it was hot. We had a big storm come through yesterday. I actually had to take shelter. Haven't had to do that in a long time. Take shelter while on the lake during a tournament. Uh, but I think the people with the pink dock in the uh, creek I was in. And the U-Haul trailer outside their house, so I don't know if they're moving in, moving out, but I appreciate their dock for that 30, 45 minutes. Aww. Well, yeah. well, and it was hot yesterday, but I was the reason I was uh, thinking about bow hunting and stuff is last last couple of years I discovered muck boots. Muck boots. I don't see them hanging out of the back of your truck, you know, in between the bed and the cab. I know. Mine are, they're too good. Yeah, and they ain't, uh, those they are, ain't paying no bills. Those muck <laughs> boots, those muck boots are all the rage. I'm telling you, there's a reason why all those guys on TV and all those that wear a 
And it, so it's a muck boot. It's just a it's a one piece boot. It's kind of the ones that I have are muck brand and they're insulated, super super comfortable. Boot. Yeah, they're just they're like a rubber boot. You Mine, don't put my, your shoe inside them, right? They're no, not no, like the old no, philosophy. just your foot. And uh, but as far as keeping your scent down, as being able to get through some, you know, muck. Uh, not get your shoes I, wet. I, I love hunting in those things. So, so anyway, did you see anything when you sat yesterday? Um, I didn't sit yesterday. I didn't get in. Who was that sitting? Oh, he was sitting in a picture. Oh, that was that was your sister and your brother-in-law, oh. and they've been so they were out in their stands yesterday after the little league game. <laughs> yesterday evening super hot but they didn't nothing came in yeah it was, nothing it was came rough in yesterday i didn't see i got some sheds i'm gonna make crosses out of that was good oh 10 uh, point 10 pointers cool that means there's 10 pointers somewhere out there That's right mcbride's guns hey mcbride's gun sponsoring this segment of the show they're austin family owned and operated local full-service firearm dealer whether you're looking for a new rifle shotgun personal carrier special order firearm the staff at mcbride's can help gunsmith they got one on staff to help you adjust repair and modify those firearms looking for a youth rifle or shotgun they got them you'll find mcbride's in the same place they've been for years the corner of 30th and lamar Call them at 512-472-3532 or online at McBridesGuns.com because McBride's Guns, well, they're our hometown gun shop. All right. Well, we just finished our first segment. Man, we're going to get to talk to Cody Ryan about fishing, my personal favorite section of the show. But if you missed us last week, you can always hear us at the podcast on TheOutdoorZone.com. I'm Randall Tharp, and I fish FLW. You're listening to the Outdoor Zone. Fish on. Walk along the river, sweet love. It just keeps on flowing. It don't worry about where it's going. Oh, no. All right, welcome back. It's the Outdoor Zone live in the Buckhouse. My name is TJ Granny. This is the number one outdoor show on radio. You're tuned in live to the podcast broadcast every Sunday morning, 7 to 9, or you can follow us 24-7-365 at theoutdoorzone.com. Hey, on the line with us, uh, not here in the bunkhouse, but on the road on his marathon uh, angling tour is Cody Ryan, uh, Keystone Bank angler Cody Ryan, just finishing up the inaugural season for the National Professional Fishing League. And uh, good finish yesterday, CR. Good finish yesterday. Yeah, it's been a place that uh, has been a nemesis of mine for many years. Uh, Grand Lake of the Cherokees there in Oklahoma. A lot of fun. That old Keystone boat uh, got her done this week, got a paycheck. And, um, it, you know, Grand Lake, I've, I've had 
amazing starts there. I've been in 16th and top 20s and top 30s after day one several times and uh, and just could not figure out how to catch a bass on day two. And uh, so to catch, you know, a, a solid limit three days in a row just made me, you know, excited that I kind of conquered the beast in a way. Even though I didn't win, uh, you know, still got a good paycheck. And um, it was – it just felt good to catch a bass on that lake. And, and, you know, it's interesting. I caught them in different places on different baits every single day. And even I think the first day I caught all my fish on a different bait, every fish that I weighed in. So uh, it's one of those kind of places where you – I don't think you can really lock down on one given thing. Now, maybe if you found just the right thing, but I didn't. And so I had to move and groove throughout the, throughout the event, but, uh, actually going to be back up here in a couple weeks, back up to Grand Lake for the Bassmaster Central Open, the final Bassmaster Central Open, which I'm going to fish a Bassmaster event right now, heading to, uh, where am I going? Alabama. Smith Lake, uh, Lewis Smith Lake, I believe it is, in Alabama, north of Birmingham. And I uh, got about an eight-hour drive. I'm in Arkansas right now, but got about an eight-hour drive ahead of me to go fish that little derby up there. Apparently, it's spotted bass are the thing. So looking forward to catching some big old spotted bass. Well, I want to I ask you a little bit, just a little bit more about the National Professional Fishing League Tournament Series. So for, the, for two years leading up to 2021, um, NPFL guys, this, these guys contacted you and said, hey, we want to invite you to be a part of the inaugural season of this new tournament trail. And boy, yeah. they they put it out there. This is how it's going to be, and this is what it's going to be, and and it was man. They were they were talking about doing some big stuff, and yeah. uh, and you know a lot of guys talk about doing big stuff, and a lot of guys are talkers, and uh, I see it all the time. Um, you see it in business, you see it in in all kinds of areas. People talk and and just don't perform at a level of excellence. But, um, man, I'll tell you, it, I was watching the weigh-in yesterday. It was the fifth of the of the first season of this new tournament trail. And fifth I just – Huh? Yeah. Fifth Sixth tournament. Fifth, Sixth. right? Six. So it was the, the final one for this season. And uh, – and I'll tell you what, you're driving driving up to the stage. Everything that I saw them doing now, I'm not there looking behind the scenes, and I know there's always, always things going on. But as far as a spectator watching and everything I heard from uh, my little insider and um, and your your daughter and my and your wife, uh, I'm telling you, I just am so impressed with the quality of what they did. Um, it just made me proud, one, that you are fishing it, and two, that um, that there's guys out there with the, with the standards 
and the and the quality are in place. I mean, it's a prayer, it's a pledge of allegiance, it's I just I don't know. It it's just an in, it, outsider looking in, but man, shout out to those guys. Home run, home run. Yeah, they they really had a great year and improved the legitimacy of the league and uh, and its future. Uh, there's some really big names coming on board to uh, finish filling up the field. The field did not get filled this year with guys having to fall out for. Uh, health reasons and different things like that, but a full field of 125 next year, uh, and uh, there'll be some names that you recognize that are world-renowned names in the bass fishing industry. I don't know if they've announced them yet or not, so I don't I, I don't know if I'm at liberty to say, but uh, pretty exciting to have those people on board and, uh, and and just you know the guys and the relationships and the people we've met this year on the trail, you know, guys like me that just didn't have three perfect Bassmaster open events in a row to, to make the elite series, which is the gauntlet. I mean, you, it's, it, it's, it's very, 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 very difficult to make the elite series, but I want to fish high stake tournaments. You got guys that years ago had to, for whatever reason, stop fishing different tours, whether it be Bassmaster, FLW, or whatever uh, tours that, um, you know, were ready to get back into it. And um, those guys are fishing. And and to meet a lot of those guys, you know, and, and get to spend some time with those guys, it was uh, – and, and compete against those guys all year. It was, it was a lot of fun and looking forward to another year of it next year. And, Hopefully I won't have an event like I did uh, that really kind of knocked me out of the whole thing uh, this year as far as points-wise. But, um, but you know, that's part of the game and, and had a good finish and, and ready ready for next year already. So Well, I, I paid real close attention yesterday, watched everything, and, uh, you know, it was just, Every guy was just so grateful for being able to to participate in that, feeling a part of, and guys just talking about how they felt like now they're a family. And uh, to be a part yeah. of something is, that's going to be as big as that, to be one of the first guys to be a part of it, that's just a super cool blessing. And, uh, man, what a, what a treat. Uh, Go! It's National Professional Fishing League. National Professional Fishing League. There's tons of videos. Great website. Um, you can follow. You can go back and watch the weigh-ins. Um, but I just wanted to make Live sure. Coverage. I just wanted to make sure we didn't uh, get past that without just really giving those guys a thumbs up. Because I, I mean, you know, how many? I don't know. Since you were a kid, how many tournament trails have we? seen come and go and local and and national and just um but these guys man and you know while you were doing it while while you were talking about it i mean you talked about it for two years like this thing's coming they're getting it set up they're you know uh, hopefully i'll get an invite and i mean just they took their time getting it ready and boy if if they didn't prove themselves this year i don't know i don't know what else they got to do uh, because I didn't, I didn't see a miss a beat. So, are you gonna stick around with us? Uh, I can stick around, or 
I can get on the road. You tell me. I'm I'm along for the ride. Well, jump jump on the road and and go do. I'll call you on my way back to the farm this morning. And just wanted to. Any last words? Any last thing on uh, on uh, on the trip and where you're at? And you need need no, some prayers. I, I, yeah, I just want to. I just want to thank everybody that's followed along. I know sometimes it, for those of the don't bass fish, this uh, segment can be kind of hard to listen to. But I appreciate you following along, listening, and uh, I can't wait to get back in to the bunkhouse and see you, boys. Mm-hmm. All right, Cody Ryan, the Keystone Bank angler and bunkhouse trifecta partner. Uh, be careful, bud. Love you, and uh, we'll talk to you next week. Adios. Adios. Hey, start that next adventure with the award-winning lineup of Jeeps. Start with 0% financing for up to 72 months on new select Jeeps. Start it at the number one Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram dealer in Austin, the Nile Maxwell Supercenter. When you think Jeep, think Nile Maxwell Supercenter. No one stocks more, sells more, or saves you more on a Jeep anywhere in Central Texas. And we've got truckloads of new Jeeps here with more on the way. So if you want a new Jeep, we've got it during the Nile Maxwell Jeep Adventure Days. Your adventure starts now at Nile Maxwell Supercenter. Online at Nile Maxwell Supercenter. Dot com. So, Cody Ryan, I hope you can uh, catch our next segment. Thanks for uh, the Bass Report. We appreciate it. But our next segment is News of the Weird and the infamous Well to Hell. Come on back and listen to it or listen seven days a week, 24 hours a day at theoutdoorzone.com. Foxworthy, and you're listening to two of my favorite rednecks, TJ and Cody, on the Outdoor Zone. All right, welcome back, regulators. Riding the morning trail with us here in the bunkhouse. My name is TJ Graney. You're tuned in to the number one outdoor show and radio. And, hey, if you need that truck or car repaired, if you need maintenance, you need something done on your car, there's only one place to go, Sun Auto Service. Sun Auto Service, family-owned and operated, and that's the way we like it, auto repair and maintenance company, since 1978. When it comes to your auto repair and maintenance needs, brake repairs, transmission services, Sun Automotive, sincerely appreciates having the opportunity to serve you at the Sun Auto Service repair shop nearest you. There's Sun Auto Service locations all around Central Texas, 405 West Slaughter Lane, 1300 Medical Parkway in Cedar Park, 1403 Rivery Boulevard in Georgetown, and Lake Wake, 1206 Ranch Road, 620. SunAutoService.com for everything auto repair, SunAutoService.com. Now it's time for your news of the weird huh wild weird strange and crazy things can happen in the outdoors we seek them out and bring them to you each and every week it's time for the outdoor zones outdoor news of the weird (laughs) 
So uh, sinkholes, sinkholes, sinkholes. Um, we we've never really talked about them. They're a kind of a strange phenomenon. Typically, you think of one as all of a sudden a neighborhood right in the middle of somebody's backyard. Yeah, this and this just street. starts to cave in, and there's this hole, and and then there's there's two stories that are like kind of ones that I think of right away. One is out in uh, Missouri at, at the Bass Pro Shops big uh, conference center out there. Mm-hmm. So they had a sinkhole show up there at the golf course. And so the guy that owns Bass Pro Shops and Cabela's now mm, uh, is quite the extravagant kind of guy. And typically in a sinkhole, um, they just start bringing in trucks full of dirt, yeah. right? Well, he did the opposite. He sent tractors and bulldozers in and went stories and stories and stories deep and dug it out to see what was in there. (laughs) And it's become this incredible attraction now. You can drive these golf carts down in there and see this sinkhole. It's bizarre. I've never seen it, but I've heard about it. I've heard they left like bulldozers and cranes and backhoes down there. I have no idea. Because you can't get it. You know, it's hard to get them out, right? So it's they just... big time deep. And uh, and then the other one was at the Corvette Museum in where, where? Uh, Detroit. Really? So they have a Corvette Museum, and the middle of the museum just caved in. <laughs> and some of the, of the, like, where they only, like, only one or two of these Corvettes ever existed fell into the sinkhole. Oh, man. And oh, they man. left them there. The sinkholes, I think you go into the museum and you see the sinkhole with the cars in there. They were like, I am not kidding. It's Detroit, dude. What do you expect? I mean, come on. They're not but kinda... it's Corvettes. Well, yeah, but. So anyway. They're there's... probably drinking that water, that bottled water from the Flint River. I know? talked to a guy the other day that was talking about water quality we'll bring that up okay in, in dirt talk All it right. was really really interesting but hey cavers discovered snakes and waterfalls inside yemen's infamous well of hell in the world's first descent all the way to the bottom local people believe the enormous pit is a prison for genies and a getaway <laughs> and a gateway to the underworld <laughs> the well of barhot uh, also known as the Well of Hell in the Al Mahara province in Yemen, uh, cave explorers have uh, become the first individuals to descend to the bottom of the 367 foot Well of Hell sinkhole in Yemen, which many po- uh, locals believe is a genie infested gateway to the underworld. Right. Mm. <laughs> So I wonder what else was down there. So huh? it's got a circular. So I saw pictures of it. Yeah. It's got a round. It just looks like a hole. But it's bigger than you think, right? What is it? It's like a hundred feet? Ninety-eight. Right? Yeah, ninety-eight feet left to right. So and you're just walking along. And you're like, wow, there's a big hole. Well, you know what interested me? So they and found it's perfectly it, round. Uh, ten people. They lowered ten people down in there, reportedly finding waterfalls. Snakes, dead animals, stalagmites, and cave pearls, which that's an interesting thing. Look that up. That was kind of weird. 
but they didn't find any genies or a door leading to hell. Oh, that's uh, good. But what I what was interesting <laughs> was I thought for sure they would find like bodies. Like, you know, yeah. you, you have something like that or they and it's the, been around for Sure, you would think the century. Sopranos would have a perfect, yeah. you know. Hey, you the don't, Yemen you don't like the way we uh we move your trash cans around. <laughs> so, uh, gonna, you and your camel Thrown in the I saw well it was weird. I was driving back from Dallas yesterday and I looked across this pasture and I saw some horses and there was a camel. <laughs> Two hump or one? No, just a single. Single hump. Yeah, I thought Ooh. either that's a, a, a horse with a really bad something oh, yeah. on his back or no, that's by golly, that's a camel. Anyway, so this sinkhole, which is uh, it's this one is not a new phenomenon. It's not something that just happened. It's been there for years, but nobody's ever been. So they rigged up this pulley system, and these 10 explorers lowered themselves down in there. If Cody Ryan was here, he'd be like, so who and how do you get on that? Why would anybody do that? I think that's what he would say. Well, because people want to know. That's what I say, and I think he'd be like, just leave the well from hell alone. It's dark and eerie and there for a reason. From inside so. the sinkhole, the team, uh, let's see, local myths have sprung up to explain the sinkhole. Uh, let's see. From inside the sinkhole, the, de- the team also discovered water emerges from several holes in the cave, walls around the 213-foot level below the surface, creating small waterfalls, according to Muscat Daily. This provides the dripping water needed for a splelephems, stalagmites, and cave pearls to form. The explorers also reported seeing snakes, frogs, and beetles. Of course. As well as several dead animals and mainly birds. So I guess birds get in there and they can't figure out how to get out. That's interesting. <laughs> I didn't know that. But I and see, I would think there'd be all kinds of dead stuff just laying right there on the bottom, just wander over in that hole or looking over the edge and whoa. You would think so. Or just a camel walking along, do 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 do, and you know, hundred feet wide, and you're just crossing the Yemen, and there you go. Speaking of sinkholes, Devil's Sinkhole State Natural Area here in Texas. Yep. Celebrates gold anniversary as the national national natural landmark with festival special programs started August first. I mean October first. They're out near Rock Springs, Devil's Sinkhole State Natural Area. Have you been there? Yes, I have. We used to ride. It was a good uh, motorcycle destination. Is so, to go there. There's a place to eat called I think like the. Uh, <laughs> you see, he always the knows the wheel. place to eat. He always knows Great the place to eat. Great fried chicken. I don't go anywhere where you say where you don't say, hey, uh, make sure you go to Pinky's. Uh, they got the best uh, salami sandwich and uh, peanut butter on uh, brownies. So there's another one that we went to uh, called uh, in Bernie, Texas. It's called, so, but this sinkhole, this uh, one is. I'll finish my story after you. Sorry. <laughs> Yes, you're wandering off into different restaurants. The uh, this is um, their big deal at this in this sinkhole is the bats. Yeah, you can watch it's full them, right? of millions and millions of I guess it's brown Mexican bats. 
Yeah, yeah you can stand there and they just flow out like crazy. You think the bats in downtown Austin on the bridge are crazy? This is crazy. So there's a uh, cave that's pretty cool that I'd ask the listeners to go to. It's a cool, go out to Bernie, Texas, and it's called Cave Without a Name. And it's like a hundred. Well, then it has a name. It doesn't have a name. Its name that's is whole, Game without, Cave Without a Name. And, uh, and I it, sound like Cody saying that. I know. I? I, <laughs> it does have a name. No, it doesn't. It doesn't have a name. <laughs> and apparently the, uh, the game warden guy that took us on the tour or let us down there said that, a kid that had a, uh, a you know contest to name it and one of the kids said it's just too much to even it's too beautiful to even put a name to and he goes okay well we're gonna say it's a cave without a name and it's pretty cool if you ever get there i think it's like you know three dollars or something and uh it, it it's really really cool you gotta go see it wow or well, go out to Carlsbad Caverns out there. Yep. That's pretty cool, Been to too. Carlsbad. And uh, when we were there, the migration of the tarantula were happening. The roads were covered in tarantula. Oh, my. Hey, speaking of that, the Texas, t- it's t- football time in Texas. Go Longhorns. What gets you in the game should be a Honda from your Central Texas Honda dealers. Honda is a brand that's well-known for its dependability, but every Honda is so much more sporty, versatile, ready for anything, and the Civic and Accord boast the style with sophistication that was born to turn heads. With over one million Hondas on the road equipped with Honda Sensing, your Honda is not only protecting the lives of your people in the car, but the lives of your loved ones. Envious don't be. Your new Honda is waiting for you right now at any one of our Central Texas Honda dealers. First Texas Honda, Howdy Honda, Round Rock Honda, or Honda San Marcos. Or you can simply go online to CentralTexasHondaDealers.com. Get where you're going in a Honda. All right, coming up next, Game Board Field Notes. We got uh, bodies and bear attacks. That's what you're going to find out about. It's the Outdoor Zone live in the bunkhouse or 24-7, 365 on your favorite podcast platform, the Outdoor Zone. I'll be looking for eight when they pull that gate, and I hope that judge ain't blind. It's T. Roy Broussard listening to the Outdoor Zone. Call me Redneck, White Trash, and Blue Collar. Call me Redneck, White Trash, and Blue Collar. Welcome back. It's the Outdoor Zone, live in the bunkhouse. I'm your host, T.J. Granny. It's the number one outdoor show on radio, and it's the live recording of the podcast you can find 24-7, 365 at theoutdoorzone.com on all your favorite podcast platforms. Yeah, 
final days to save like a pro with the best deals at now maxwell gmc trade up and cool off in a new gmc in a 2021 sierra yukon acadia or terrain or if you can't find the gmc you want we'll find it for you at now maxwell gmc.com at now maxwell gmc exit 256 in round rock online at now maxwell gmc.com see dealer for the dales we are professional grade now it's time for your game board and field notes. These are the stories of the brave and courageous men and women of law enforcement, defenders of the outdoors. These are true game board and field notes. Park recovers human re- remains at Grass Shack. Seguaro National Park was assisted by Pima County Sheriff's Office and Arizona Department of Public Safety in recovering the remains of a 19-year-old woman from the Washington from Washington State found near Grass Shack Campground on the afternoon of September 29th. Hmm. At the at this point, the investigation the death appears to be an accident. However, this there is additional work that needs to be done to understand what happened leading to this tragic result. So what caught your eye? What was hikers what was with reservations can uh, in the area can delay or modify their camping permit at recreation.gov. What caught your eye on that, man? Well, I'm just, you know, I'm read I read all the ranger reports. I know and, you like uh, that. Yeah. That there is you know, there's that that guy and that girl that was, oh, yeah. you know, that had that whole blog thing, and there, uh, Lacey, and... what's her name, Lacey, or? I think it's Gabby. Oh, yeah. Gabby, yes. Thank you, Road Rash. Um, and, uh, you know, finding her body and, and mm. all that kind of stuff, and sometimes, I mean, it took them a while to find it. It's, the, when you're talking about national parks, national forests, um, but you got to think too. Yellowstone alone had a million visitors in July, so people are outside. People are moving around. People mm-hmm. are filling up the parks, going places, doing things. And primitive camps. You're going to have some people. You're going to have some people. But this is probably you know. I mean, and you every year at Yellowstone, you hear people fall off these cliffs and in Grand Canyon. And <laughs> yeah. I mean, there's the outdoors is dangerous if you're not paying attention and you don't treat it with the respect it deserves you got to follow there's also some scoundrels out there that do like this uh gabby and her boyfriend or whoever this dude was um you know and now what i don't get it they haven't found him yet right he's Mm. still on the lamb yeah uh and i doubt he's in that swamp I bet you what he's going to do is he's going to pop a cap in his own dome because he's figured out that, yeah, this is a, this end game is zero sum for him. Hmm. People, people are going to hate that guy. And uh, if he, yeah. if he makes it into prison, he's going to be somebody's wife really quick. <laughs> Bear attack near folk art center closes and closures and restrictions on blue Ridge Parkway. So that 
The Blue Ridge Parkway's up in the Virginia area, at least the part that I know of. It goes down through Tennessee also. Does it? Yeah. So it it's goes right by trail. Rick McGee's place up in mm-hmm. Virginia where I'm at. And the AT, uh, Appalachian Trail, mm-hmm. uh, follows and crosses the Blue Ridge yeah. uh, Parkway. A couple was treated for injuries and released Wednesday evening after a bear attack in the parking area of the Folk Ark Center at the Blue Ridge at the Blue Ridge Parkway. So they weren't camping, they didn't have marshmallows in their tent. They were in the parking lot fixing to go visit the Blue Ridge Parkway from the dumpsters the in the art uh, center, you know where you throw your food away, right? The couple, oh, the couple oh, this is the part I forgot to mention. The couple was having a picnic, a picnic basket <laughs> on a grassy hill near the Folk Art Center when they were alerted to a bear by their dog. The unleashed dog ran towards the bear while barking loudly, likely aggravated by the dog. The bear acted defensively towards the dog and the couple. Over the next several minutes, there was repeated attacks by the bear while the couple retreated with their dog to safety of their vehicle. The couple drove to Mission Hospital where they were both treated for their injuries and released. Due to the bold and aggressive nature of this attack, temporary closures are in place on all the trails in the area, and outdoor food is currently prohibited. And they are going to, I guarantee you, they're going to go pop a cap in that (laughs) black bear. So that goes all the way into Asheville, you know, North Carolina there. Um, You know, the Carolinas. So, but you know, it's but it's a cool they, area. Oh my gosh, it's Smoky Mountains, Asheville, tons of bear too. They say Georgia, North Georgia. They say, um, you know, they have like a lot of rules and regulations. In California, you can't even go into the national park uh, or go hiking without a bear container, a bear food container that you put your food in. You uh-huh. you can rent them. You can all from all over the place, but. Um, you got to have this container for your foods, but these people were just, you know, they just pulled in the parking lot at this cool little place. They kind of rolled a blanket out in the grass and, uh, and they had their food out. What do you think? But I don't know necessarily that the bear was coming after the food. The bear could have just been wandering around. I their dog he, agitated it. Well, that's what I'm thinking. Yeah. That's I'm saying. I, I don't know that their dog, that, that bear was nat- necessarily coming to their food, although he could have been. She could have been. Uh, Mrs. Graney was just in Steamboat Springs, mm. just got back last night. Beautiful. And uh, she said at one point they were coming out of the grocery store in town, and everybody said, hey, did you see the bear? <laughs> like, there yeah, was just he was a bear in, walking across the parking lot or oh, whatever. I thought you were going to say he was in aisle five. No. The fresh fish looking. But I, I just, it was, it was interesting that, you know, it, the, the deal is there's bear out there. They wander around. And yeah. if you're in their terrain, and l- like we're starting to see a lot of coyotes on our little place. Mm. And I got my first one on camera. Remind me to show you that picture. I got my first one on camera. Just one. And on camera. Okay. And, but I'm thinking that, well, we need to be thinking a little bit more about letting her little dog out (laughs) at night to go yapping into the darkness. So you're going to set your alarm and open up the door and go, here, 
little one. Spunky. Go outside. <laughs> go, go Time outside. to go for your little walk. Yeah. Two o'clock in the um, morning. Go um, out to the feeder. But, I mean, you have to think about those kind of things. I have people. Sorry, Sandra. That was not. I'm just having fun. I have people that um, that talk about the Hawks. Yeah. In their community. Or Golden Eagles. Or, I mean, nature is as nature does, right? We watched this movie. Um, Sierra, Sienna, Sierra, and it was all a period piece about when the Smoky Mountains was going to be turned into a, uh, a national park, that whole area. And it was a uh, guy that was doing logging and timber removal of the area. And, uh, they, uh, kept getting, people kept dying, getting bit by rattlesnakes. And this, uh, this girl had mentioned, and, uh, that if you bring in a bald eagle, that it will keep the. It will keep the snakes away. It's a big snake hunter. Snake hunter, yeah. Well, and, have you ever and, heard that before? I had never that. heard that. You and, know, when we were when I was on the river the other day uh, in Lagrange, Texas, the Colorado River goes through there, and yeah. we were on uh, Cody Ryan's buddy Daryl's riverboat. Yeah, and there was a pair of uh, bald eagles on the river right there in Lagrange. That's, well, uh, you know, they're along Penn, too, right? Well, they like Where that LaGrange. Colorado River. Yeah. They they follow that Colorado River. You'll find them nesting all the way up the Colorado River. There's a, there's a nest in a big tree where multiple ones are on 10, and you'll see people on Interstate 10. Stop. Stop by Columbus. Yeah, yeah they're all over stop. the road taking pictures. Yeah. Hey, farmranchstore.com. There's no better way to ensure a successful farm or ranch operation than to have safe and well-built equipment that you can rely on for years to come. Farmranchstore.com carries all the top brands, Prefert, Powder River, WW Manufacturing, all trusted names in the industry. If you have one acre or if you have a thousand acre, there's only one place to go to get the gear you need for that ranch, the top level gear. FarmRanchStore.com. FarmRanchStore.com. That's where the landowner goes to get the work done. Man, we uh, we nailed the first hour. We're going to come back in the second hour. We're going to talk about a kid's first hunt, one of our favorite, favorite subjects. But as DJ likes to say, listen to our live podcast recorded every week, 24-7, 365 on TheOutdoorZone.com. <laughs> 